Welcome to TV Times 3, episode 405. On this episode, we've got some cancellation, renewal, and then uh, some specials news. And then we'll be talking about the first half of the first seasons of Chilling Adventures of Sabrina and Homecoming. And then we'll be talking about recent episodes of The Good Place, The Gifted, and Manifest. Uh, plus, we've got some TV recommendations at the end. You can find the full show notes with start times for each segment at tvtimes3.com slash 405. I'm Jason, the TV Holic from tvholic.com. And this week I have joining me... Kyle from notaryruns.net. And Shannon from stingeruniverse.com. All right. Thank you uh, both for uh, joining me. And actually, I forgot to uh, warn Shannon <laughs> that when we have what that when we have somebody <laughs> new on the podcast, that we usually ask them what it was, when, like what show, you know, as a child or growing up or something like that, that uh, got you into being such a big, you know, TV movie entertainment fan. Oh, wow. I don't think it was as a child. Um, I think I well, I've always loved TV. But I think that I would I would have to say the show that probably got me into being such a big TV fan is The Walking Dead. Um, that's kind of where I just became really excited about the possibilities of TV shows. And then from then on, it was Game of Thrones. And then I think I started noticing more of um, things like production value and just other elements of TV that I never really thought about before in my life. <laughs> <laughs> And then all of that uh, led to uh, you just had to talk about it. Yeah, so you, yeah, actually, right. My my co-host Phaedra and I we had met at the New York Auto Show. We kind of knew each other through blogging because we both blog, and we met at the New York Auto Show, and we were having drinks at this party, and we got to talking actually about uh, fandom. We were talking about how you know we like totally love to meet celebrities, and I go to fan cons all the time, and we were just like, hey, we should do a podcast because we both love to talk about this stuff, and we don't have anybody to talk about it with like my husband thinks that watching tv is basically a waste of time you know and uh, <laughs> he likes some stuff I, I i will say that but not as much as i do and i'm like i need a way to make this my job like watching tv <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what we all that's what we all exactly. like. that's the uh, uh yeah we all keep hoping that uh, somehow it'll turn into a uh, Getting Told paid. to offer to yeah, pay me right. to just sit there and watch tv getting paid Profitable to watch tv venture. yeah uh, not even super profitable. Just if it just you know covered some expenses. Break even, yeah. Good. Break even would be nice. I know. Yeah. Uh, Nobody told me this about podcasting. Uh, <laughs> you know, in general, as opposed to you know trying to get uh, you know even filming something or whatever to uh, put on you know even on YouTube or something like that, the time commitment and the equipment needed to record a podcast are significantly less but then once you actually True. start you could do it just on your phone if you wanted to but you still need a place to host it and you know upload it to and things like yep. that that uh yep and we keep wanting to do new shows like we find that like our main podcast is stinger tv and movie podcast and that's you know where we talk a lot of general you know, entertainment news. But then we started to try to get into niches and do coverage of one show at a time. And then you've got like every time you have another, 
you know, hosting account to pay for and yeah. monthly fees. <laughs> and it's like, oh man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah. somebody should just discover me from some network and hire me to <laughs> host their shows. That'd be awesome. That's right. You can be the Chris Hardwick of you need an AMC to pick you up. And you he is my like... he is my idol. He is my <laughs> idol. Yes. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, with that, we'll move on to uh, the uh, news section. And a few things like uh, ABC has announced that they've renewed Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. for a seventh season, even though the sixth season doesn't play until next summer. So, I guess... I was I, shocked about that. <laughs> I, I just assumed the sixth season was going to be the last, but uh, apparently maybe, not. <laughs> yeah, maybe the seventh season will end up being the last, but uh, kind of interesting this far out, knowing that, uh, I mean, if you have been watching that show, that uh, if you continue to watch... And the season six leaves you hanging, you won't just be left hanging. Like, there'll be a season seven. I wonder if they're just going to film them both at the same time. And it was like a, instead of ordering more episodes, they just ordered it as a, like, another season. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know, like, if they're really, like, like how many episodes they're, I'm assuming since it's going to be mainly for a summer release that they're not doing, a, you know, 22 episode season like they've. Uh, done in the past so yeah maybe maybe when you really look at it two more seasons is really like the same amount as doing one full season almost uh, yeah of of episodes um, but yeah so there's that uh and then if you're uh, a bosch fan uh, amazon has renewed that for a sixth season and that, amazon's one of those I don't know, I guess they've gotten a little better somewhat, but uh, they need to get on a better schedule of, like, <laughs> seems like a really, really long time since the last season of Bosch came out to now I do. I have doing, not heard of Bosch. What is Bosch? Uh, it's Titus Welliver as a L.A. cop detective. Okay. Uh, it's built off of a set of uh, novels. Oh, okay. Uh, that... Uh, that the you know, the lead character is Detective uh, Bosch, and uh, and so yeah, it's uh... see I've never watched it, and then when you said it's been so long, I'm like I can't believe they're already up to season six. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the complete opposite. Uh, but well, that's what I'm saying. It's like it's so far uh, gone, and then you know you have somebody that's way into TV that hasn't even heard of the series. It's been. It's so intermittent mm -hmm. when it comes out and in and stuff like that. Uh, well, there was like two years between seasons of Man in the High Castle or three years or something, right? That was yeah, like a, I, yeah, there I, was a huge yeah, there was a I huge hate it gap. When wait so long, yeah. There was a huge gap, but then they also like that was another one. They like picked it up for the fourth season before the third season even came out, and now that the third season has you know recently been out, you know that the. Uh, there's a, you know, you know, there's a fourth season in the offing, except that hopefully it won't be two years. Another three they, years. Since yeah. they already, you know, since they basically started filming this fourth season as they finished the third season, uh, as opposed to, you know, a long break between even filming of things. Uh, I don't know. It just seems... I know that these things can drop at any, you know, any time, and you it leaves it so you can watch it at any time. But it still feels to me like there should be more of a, like, as things do continue, like, you should be able to expect uh, 
like Bosch is always going to, you know, premiere in the spring or something or, you know. I agree. Yeah. uh, I wonder if there's two schools of thought. Like the one school of thought is if you maybe wait long enough that you're going to get a whole nother influx of interest in it when it comes out of people that like haven't heard of it that will go back and watch the previous seasons. But then like the other thing is that people just like you lose interest, you lose momentum and you forget what happened last season. Well, I think there's also the, the other direction though. Like if you haven't heard of a show or, and now you, you hear about it two or three seasons in, you might be less likely to even try that. You might be likely to try it out because you know there's multiple seasons, but then you also might not be because you know there's multiple seasons. Because you have to catch up, yeah. If I see, oh, there's six seasons, I'm like, forget it. I have no time to watch. You're you're like, oh, that's 60 episodes of uh, of something or whatever. and, and And so, I don't know, there's pluses and minuses that you know that you're not gonna get left you know, looking at something new that doesn't get a second season or whatever, you know that there's, uh, and you might know if something's already finished and whether it has an ending worth watching that many episodes for. Uh, but yeah, like I can't even, I don't even remember when the last season of bot, I want to say that it came out around this time last year or something like that. So just announcing that they're doing a new season, uh, is, doesn't surprise me that they're continuing it on it uh to me it's the perfect type of show for uh Amazon that you know built around a book series as well it 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 allows uh, multiple ways to get people you know into it and then from this maybe go back and buy the books and all kinds of things that they can market around it uh, uh so- it's just weird the way things I mean, Amazon, uh, Amazon, Netflix does it too. Like you never know when the next, uh, you know, some things have been some, you know, kind of around the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then other, and then other times all of a sudden there's a huge gap between, uh, and then it drops. And if you watch it, you know, it, people talk about it for like a week and then it's sort of yeah. forgotten. Yeah. And sometimes they give you like two weeks notice that it's going to drop. And you're like, oh, it's back. You know, like the there was a show, The OA. Did either of you watch that on Netflix? Yeah. 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 And it's been, I don't know, like two years maybe. And they keep saying they're going to do another season and it's actually in production and it's happening. And they're like sometime next year. And I'm just like, man, I don't know. Yeah. I like to know what to expect. So I did look up Bosch. Season one premiered February of 2015, two March of 2016, three April of 2017, four April of 2018. So there's still a fifth season that hasn't aired, which I'm guessing will air sometime around April of 2019. Oh, okay. So yeah, that's that's how far out of the loop I am. I thought that the fifth (laughs) season had already. So this is another one where they've they've actually done it before the uh, the next season is actually. you know, been put out. Yeah, it there, sounds like so. they're wrapping up production right now in five. So, I'm assuming that'll show up in April of 2019. So maybe that is one show that actually does show up roughly <laughs> around <laughs> when it. Uh, uh, That's still, when people again, get confused it, when they announce several seasons ahead. Like we, yeah. then you forget where you even are and how far. Yeah, because yeah, because yeah, I don't even. 
in the little story that I read, I don't recall it saying like with the upcoming fifth season or whatever. Usually, usually it says that something like that uh, when those things are announced. Uh, but still, even at that, even if you are renewing it for a past the fifth season that hasn't aired yet, it still seems it's still such a long time since there's been any real news about the show because it premiered so long ago. Uh, well, it looks like it was renewed for the fifth season on February of 2018. So that was almost like a year. It was like a year between when it's renewed and when it actually airs. Uh, all right. Well, that's a uh, enough about that. Move on to, uh, it'll be, uh, Dr. Who, they announced that there wasn't going to be a Christmas special uh, this year, and they could have just announced that there was they were just going to do a New Year's special instead. But no, they announced that there's not going to be a Christmas special, and people are like, "Oh, you know." And, they, and then it was like a couple of weeks of like, "Oh man, that sucks. We're not going to get a Christmas episode." And then they're like, "Oh, but we're doing a New Year's episode." It's like a. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I guess maybe it sort of helped with the, uh, you know, sort of put it out there and then you know, with something disappointing and then and then some happy news afterwards or whatever. <laughs> like, it just seems like a weird thing. They could have just announced that they were doing a New Year's special this year. We're pushing our Christmas special off by a week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then uh, Disney Channel. Uh, has renewed Bunked for a fourth season. So if you're a Disney Channel fan, been watching that, there's going to be more. Uh, and then uh, Netflix has canceled The Good Cop. Uh, so if you're a Tony Danza fan, there won't be any more of that. <laughs> I heard that was bad. Uh, I wanted to check that one out because it looked like something I would actually enjoy, but uh, I don't know if I'll ever get around to it. Yeah, apparently it had... It was. It sort of had an ongoing story of you know father and son, but yet was a, I guess actually more of a procedural cop show where they, you know, they ended up solving, you know, mysteries, you know, one per episode as opposed to you know, lar a larger story, mm -hmm. type of thing, and uh, and that maybe, the Netflix audience wasn't, uh, you know, looking for what they can find on CBS. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, Sounds like, so that's right. That's right. Uh, and then they, uh, renewed, uh, big mouth for a third season, which reminds me I'm already a season behind on big mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then lastly, uh, they also announced that there will be a, a special episode of chilling adventures of Sabrina coming out at Christmas. So, which that show just screams holiday. Yeah. So. It does, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it, it I, just, that's the first thing I think of when I think of Christmas cheer. Well, it'll it'll <laughs> it'll fill the void if uh, if on a Christmas Eve or Christmas evening of uh, missing out on your Doctor Who special, uh, you can watch the uh, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina instead, and then on uh, New Year's Day you can uh, watch uh, the Doctor Who special. So that's the news. A few things that have been announced uh, 
in the last week before recording this episode. And uh, with that, we'll move on to the primetime segment. And uh, first thing actually up that we're going to be talking about this week is uh, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Uh, season 1, Episode 5, Chapter 5, Dreams in a Witch House is the the episode that we all watched up through. So we're halfway through the 10 episode first season. And, uh, let's start with you, uh, Shannon. What did, uh, what are you thinking about, uh, the chilling adventures of Sabrina? Okay. I like the show. I'm don't love, love, love it, but I like it. I think it's clever. I think that, I was actually a little bit surprised at the whole Dark Lord business. I knew that it was a dark take on the Sabrina story, but I, I'm honestly, I, like, I've only watched up to five episodes. Now, the fifth episode was the one with Batty Bat, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I want to make sure I, I was at the right spot. So um, what I think is... I don't really understand what Sabrina's angle is. That's what I'm not getting quite yet. If you guys can clue me in, I don't know. Like, it seems like her whole life she's been brought up with these people and she knows the deal. She knows that they're like, they're not really Satan worshipers. It's not like a, it doesn't seem like it's an evil thing. It's It seems like the Dark Lord's a different type of evil. You know what I mean? It's not like they're all out this, this, um, these worshipers aren't out to do bad in the world. It seems like they just have like this other agenda that I don't really understand. Do you guys know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, they say that they're, I mean, do they ever use the word Satan? I don't know if they ever actually do, but um, I don't know either. But yeah, I mean, they're, like they basically the one thing like in the trial episode, everything is like your dishonor and like disorder in the court and like everything yeah, is yeah. like just to be the opposite just for the sake of being the opposite mm -hmm. to um so it's sort of that as well, but I don't think I mean it all seems to work pretty much the same, but it's just um and like guilty before proven innocent. Um right. like it everything just seems to be opposite, but not necessarily Evil, Eve, evil, right, right. That's what I'm trying to wrap my brain around, and I'm not sure I'm getting it. Yeah, it so yeah, <laughs> when she sees some of the visions or whatever, it seems evil. Uh, I don't know. I think her main yeah, thing is the... just that she doesn't. After she's you know seen more of what the deal is, you know that signing, you know she does lose things. You know she does. You know, she is making a deal, you know, sort of, you know, deal with the devil that uh, she doesn't particularly want to make. Right. Uh, and because she doesn't see, you know, she doesn't see why, you know, a lot of it, a lot of it's just been told because it, you know, because that's the way it is type of thing. But mm -hmm. no, no real like, you know, why. And then when she does learn some things more about it uh then you know she doesn't uh you know she doesn't want to make that deal she kind of wants to she kind of wants to do both and apparently you know because of who her father was or whatever and and mother 
that there's also something different about her mm-hmm. and uh mm-hmm. and and so the the thing that I got confused about was I thought that sort of like making the deal is what sort of made you a witch and that if you turn down the deal but yet she still seems to have abilities yeah because she's got yeah. dual citizenship now. yeah I, I guess like, <laughs> well i think she's always had the abilities because the very first episode you see her like flick the lights and the music on you yeah, know with but her that, but that was like with the you're growing up you're, you you kind of have it but like you sort of because they make it sound, you know, like all the things like the, you know, the ants aging and stuff like that. All the, the things that come with signing the book. So, right. Uh, it it made it sound more like, you know, as she actually comes of age, if she doesn't, that, you know, she, all that stuff. I guess they did sort of, because of the trial or whatever, she ended up with the dual citizenship. So, I guess that gives her the the sort of hybrid factor of being able to do... Uh, to do both. Um, but I don't know. I think that's potentially where, you know, some interesting storytelling can be, can come from. Cause, uh, but yeah, I'm not quite sure like really what the agenda is. Like what's the deal that, uh, you know, obviously like each parent made uh, all kinds of interesting deals when she was a yeah. baby or a kid yeah. or, or what that means. And, and, uh, well, then she I, started I, talking. Yeah, but I think that her main agenda is just to like choose for herself, as opposed to what maybe her even her parents preordained for her, or what her aunts have been telling her is, you know, what she should do. Uh, so I, I think yeah. that's her main agenda right now is to. And I'm I'm all for that agenda. I think that's a that's a cool storyline to pursue, and I like that. But then she starts talking about did you did you catch when she said that her only goal in going to the school was to learn how to like bind and capture the Dark Lord or like stop him, kind of. Yeah, yeah. So she so definitely she, seems to be leaning more towards her yeah. <laughs> her earthly uh, side than. So the- I mean, is it can she be a good witch? This is my question. Like, can she just be a good witch? <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. I guess, I'm, I mean, but would a good witch want to get rid of the devil? <laughs> like, I, don't <laughs> I don't know. I suppose they would. I don't know. Like, uh, um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know. It, uh, yeah, it does seem that she has a little bit after some, after recent events and things, decided that uh you know her best option of being able to pursue whatever she wants is to somehow get rid of the people that are pursuing her mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but i think it would be interesting to find out really more about what you know what the why they want her you know what is different about her that is you know that's so different than anybody else that they've ever had, you know, signed the book, you know, type. Yeah, of that thing, she doesn't you know, just like accept a, it like everybody else does. And yeah. they're going through a lot of extra trouble to try to get just one person when you think they would just move on. But, yeah, there but, has to be something about her. That's what I'm thinking too, because they've got that teacher that was um, you know, possessed by the girl in the woods. I don't I don't even know whose side she's on yet. I'm 
still trying to figure her out too. You're talking about Michelle Gomez or uh, or the one from Doctor Who? Uh, or do you not watch Doctor Who? I, I, don't, watch Doctor Who. I uh, don't watch Doctor Who. I don't watch it. Uh, what's her name? But the teacher who was in the very beginning at the uh, movie theater, who was kind of very demure, and then she's in the car and she yeah. almost yeah, the hits one that, the girl. that like did the the put the spit around the the mirror and is yes, doing all yes, that. Yes, okay. yes, yeah, yes. Like you know, it, it originally I originally thought that she was working with the Dark Lord, but then when you see her talking to the, um, you know that priest who's the headmaster of the school there, they seem to be at odds with each other sometimes. Yeah. Well, they so, seem to have – they're both sort of been tasked with the same thing, but they have different ways of going about it, I guess. Oh, OK. Uh, that makes sense. And and they've ultimately they probably also kind of figure, gotten in each other's way a little bit or – And they probably figure whoever is the one that succeeds is the one that's going to get in good graces with the – Or the whatever the – Whatever grace. <laughs> OK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Opposite of right. is. <laughs> But I do love all the actors. I think it's it's brilliantly cast, and I think all of the actors are great. And I was really excited to see Bronson Pinchot. I, 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 I was think like, it's great seeing him not like completely opposite from right, the, not playing a fool. Yes, you know, he actually <laughs> seems to have changed quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Like ever since she pulled that that thing on him, he's actually trying to help them with that book thing. Seems like he's actually did actually change when they they when they scare him with spiders is that what it was yes oh god yeah that was uh that creeped me out yeah that was not (laughs) cool yeah also that was uh i i saw his name like in the credits and then i was like wait who was, <laughs> Who was he? he? <laughs> Which one was he? Like, I know he's, yeah, he's like, I so unrecognizable. Yeah, like I didn't, I didn't even see his name. I was looking at his face and I'm like, I know this guy. I know this guy. I know this guy. So I go to like IMDb and I was like, oh my God, it's Balky. I yeah. was like, what? <laughs> I, yeah. did the sa- I did the same as Jason. Like I saw the name. So I'm looking for him. Like, where was he? And then I, <laughs> then I went back and I said, oh, he was that guy. Yeah. Like, it, well, it was he like in real- the next episode, yeah. uh, you're, you're like, okay. Which one? And then you finally see him, and you're like, "Oh wait, yeah, that's yeah, that, that's him." Like, but you, it wasn't readily, it wasn't readily apparent. Uh, right. Do the, uh, the happy dance. Uh. <laughs> uh, or or speaking with a, you know, <laughs> like an accent or something. Like it is right. Yeah. Overall, I think I don't know. I'm I'm still kind of interested in it to you know to finish you know to finish the other five episodes and see if they do you know go into more about uh, why she's so special and you know some of the things even you know even when they did you know this last episode uh it kind of you know it's almost on its own really uh, i mean it kind of advances some parts of uh, of the story, but it was an interesting sort of locked in a space, you know, type of, uh, you know, uh, you know, bottle episode type of thing. Yes, uh, it was. It was. <laughs> to have that was five was probably my favorite episode. See, I was I the opposite. It. I thought. Oh no! I was like, 
I think I, one of my notes I have is Og. It was like so, like the same thing over and over and over again, um, like with the different people. I mean, parts of it were humorous, like that they were getting, um, like I, I did like the dinner when she's trying to please the Dark Lord and then yeah. like <laughs> she bakes up the kid and <laughs> and then you know he's asking like, oh, is it one of ours? And like, you know she says the wrong answer when she, <laughs> when she says, oh no, it's one of ours but i i knew you liked uh baked uh baby or whatever it was but well i thought oh, it was yeah. interesting also to see like you know kind of what their you know those characters fears were uh and uh, and things but i ultimately i think it it's what it got to at the end which is when the one you know the teacher at you know the demon that's taken over the teacher you know, kind of had to reveal themselves to be able to help, you know, kind of save the day because they, they're tasked with bringing her over to the other side, but they can't let her die. Yeah. Yeah. So like she was, uh, you know, she was in a, a, a predicament there. And so, you know, each episode ends with, you know, like that, I believe this episode ended with her, you know, knocking on like, uh, the teacher's door being like, uh, okay, we need to, what's the deal? Who are you? <laughs> we need to chat, uh, type of thing. And so I'm interested to see, you know, where some of that, uh, uh, where that goes. Uh, but I, I will still maintain, uh, that the people that have compared this to Buffy don't know what the heck they're talking about. <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh yeah. See, I haven't, I have not seen Buffy. I haven't watched Buffy, but from what I've heard from other fans and what I know of the show, I, I would, you know, not that I have an informed opinion, but I would agree. Like this is, this is kind of fluff. This kind of reminds me a little bit of, it's a little American horror story ish. It's like a little campy, a little scary, a little fun at the same time. That's, that's what it, gives me a little flavor of. Yeah, I think, I, although I think Buffy is even more towards the fun side. It's, I, I don't think it's as dark. I mean, there are some dark turns to some of the stories, but I don't think generally it's as dark and there's certainly not as much like Satan talk and like. Well, there's more, right. of, a, there's more of a sarcastic wit to Buffy and, you know, even and, and, like, and some of the other characters stuff. and stuff like that, uh, that this doesn't, you know, quite have, uh, you know, that type of a take on, you know, events uh, type of thing. And so it doesn't play other than you have, a you know, a blonde teenager as the lead that has some sort of special ability. That's like as far I think as like that's where it ends, huh? The, the comparison like ends. Uh, ends she has so much he loves, but it's not. But he's not a vampire, yeah. <laughs> so, so that's a slight difference. What about Sabrina the Teenage Witch? Is that the same? St- I didn't watch that either. Was that the same story as this, but just the, the funny sitcom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that was okay. also based off of the comics. Yeah. Okay, but that's the, but I don't uh, remember them ever mentioning any of the satanic stuff. In no, there, yeah. there was none of that. It was much lighter. And, yeah, that's the more and, Disney-ish, TGI yes. Friday-ish uh, type of version of uh, of the story. You know, where they okay. actually had a, you know, 
like an animated talking cat and stuff like that. Oh yeah. I heard some people uh, um, talking about why, why the cat isn't talking (laughs) and uh, and things. And so, so yeah, they're definitely, definitely a different, different take than, than that. Okay. Uh, But we'll move on to uh, homecoming, uh, which also has uh, an interesting aesthetic to uh, its look and feel of how it's uh, uh, put together. Uh, season one, mm. episode five, uh, Helping, is the fifth episode. We also watched up through the first half of Homecoming as well. And uh, I'll start with you this time, uh, Kyle. What do what do you think of uh, Homecoming? Uh, I I don't think it's a very fast paced show, but it definitely kept my interest um i like that it's only 30 minutes long per episode so it uh, and even then it, it feel it doesn't feel like super fast for 30 minutes but um i do i do like the interesting thing where we're jumping both four years ahead and we're like the the main story is in the past like four years ago when um heidi is like working at this this homecoming thing to um to help the soldiers re uh, reconnect with with um, I guess reality or back to getting back into the into the world again, but like when we jump to the to the future, it's weird because it's got like the weird iPhone look like vertical picture when that feels older it's the, to uh, me. It's, yeah, it's the Instagram. Uh, story <laughs> yeah watching because it's just a square box on the TV and even the music almost sound it sounds very different in those it's like an 80s like almost tech I, I don't know how to describe it it sounds like it's almost like computer generated music versus like the the past which is much more orchestral or like a normal score that you would have on a on a show. So, I mean, it definitely feels like two completely different things. You, there's no mistaking when you're suddenly which time zone or which time period you're in. But I do I do like that they like there's this definite mystery of what's going on. Like, why doesn't she remember what happened in the past? And so you're seeing like because she obviously like at first you're wondering does she she's just pretending that she doesn't know what's going on but then it comes clear that no she doesn't seem to really know what's going on and so you're wondering what is up with this program like what actually happened and like what's uh, what are people trying to hide or what's what's going on so I think they've done a good job of building that out um building that story out and that mystery out of of what who's who's telling the truth and what's really happening how about you shannon uh i agree i really enjoyed this show i especially loved the use of sound and that was a big thing with this because it was originally a podcast uh, you guys probably know and and what they wanted to do. I read a little bit about it because we actually did a, our own podcast devoted to this. So I read a little bit about the show and the creators wanted to really make use of sound, which I, I, I think they do incredibly well. And uh, the music, as you mentioned, was great. And I just love the cinematography, the 
the overhead shots and some of the symmetry and the things that they like zoom in and pan out and the big wide shots. I really, from that, from like artistic point of view, I loved it, loved it. I thought Julia Roberts was great. Um, I think the story is really like, I'm a big fan of anything like conspiracy. I, I like this kind of stuff anyway. So I was definitely a big fan of the story. I thought it moved along well enough. Um, yeah. And I mean, 30 minute episodes, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely a good thing. Like, especially like you, you pop it up and, and the first episode's like 26 minutes. You know, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, wow. That's a, uh, that's different. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, it almost falls into, you know, the category of the, of some of the half hour shows on like a HBO or, or something like that, that you, you know, that you wouldn't really term a comedy uh, mm-hmm. just because, you know, but they get, they sort of get tagged that way because they're, you know, you think of half hours as being comedies and hours being, you know, more, more likely to be a drama. Right. Uh, that's another thing that, uh, you know, the Netflixes and the Amazons and stuff, uh, there's been a lot more playing around with the format uh, because there isn't a half hour or 45 minute minus the commercials specific time that you have to hit for your episode. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of, uh, I'm trying to think of, there was something that I watched where like this, they're all under a half hour, but there was something I watched not too long ago where like one episode was like 35 minutes. And then like the next one was like 50 something minutes. And like, it was, it was like all over the place. Uh, and so it really was like what they felt like they needed to tell, like the next chunk of the story. And when they told that, like the episode ended and if they needed longer or less time to tell it uh, here, they're really uh, focused on, you know, giving you a, a, you know, a new little chunk of the story. Uh, both in the you know the present and the future, um, the the aesthetic of the changing of you know the type of video that you're watching uh, is a little jarring at first, uh, but then you get you get used to it when you realize that you know it's actually helping you with the time jumps and things, and then uh, the story that they're telling too, where you. You know, it starts out where it's, it feels like they're this thing being set up, you know, to help soldiers. And then you see, you know, some of the things that the, you know, the guy that's sort of heading it up uh, is doing. And you don't know, like, how much she knows about, like, how sketchy some of the stuff that he's doing on the other side is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then as it goes, you find out that she may not know a lot of that type of stuff, but she's still in on them secretly medicating, uh, you know, these soldiers, you know, in their food to, uh, to give them the, the different, you know, dosages and the placebo and stuff to get the, uh, to get the data they want to see if, uh, and that's all, you know, at first, and then you start to learn that the, it's, the medication is supposed to help sort of like delete some of the stuff so that they don't have, 
know, PTSD because they don't kind of remember the thing, you know, that uh, it kind of, the memory kind of goes away. And so you, you know, how can you be messed up by something you don't remember uh, type of thing? Uh, and, you know, it keeps unfolding a little bit. And then like Kyle said, like in one, in the future, she's being interviewed uh, by this guy that's looking into, you know, some complaint or something that happened around that, that time. And you think that she's just blowing him off. Like, I don't remember, you know, what happened. And then in the next episode, you find out, oh, wait, she's now, <laughs> she's now realizing that she doesn't actually remember. Uh, and then you you know, then you find out that something happened to her. Uh, and, and yeah, that's that was the point when I knew that something really weird was up because for her to not even realize that she didn't remember, you know what I mean? Like she's just yeah. been going about her business for four years and wasn't even saying to herself, hey, I don't remember what happened a few years ago. Like she didn't even realize she didn't remember. Yeah. And then until this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Then she, you know, remembers she was in the hospital. She, you know, and then and so we see that something happened to her. And then by the other guy's investigation, we see that it's likely that something happened to her at the same time as one of the the soldiers that she was working with, mm -hmm. uh, which was – and then you start speculating as did they give her the drug that they were giving or whatever to make her forget that she was part of this uh, to try and uh, – and whatever happened to her, you know, to bury it. And, uh, and and move on. And uh, so, yeah, there's an interesting mystery unfolding in an interesting way as they as they piece it out. And it's told in an uh, in an in an interesting way that I don't think I don't think they I don't think they go too far. It's uh, if you're a Mr. Robot fan and you've liked uh, the way Sam Esmail has directed uh, some of those episodes and the way those episodes have been cut and look, then you'll be all over the way this is formatted because he directs all the episodes. Yeah, I mean, one of the like some of the overhead, like there's one near the beginning where they're like tracking over buildings and like over the, the roof of the building. So you can see inside and people walking through corridors that felt yeah. like a Mr. Robot episode. But I, I did really like there is like like in the future type of stuff, it feels almost like a throwback to like a. I don't know, like a 70s or 80s, like political thriller movie, like especially where the, the DOD guy is uh, is walking through the office looking for uh, talking to the um, Barbie, Bobby Carnavale's, uh character. And like it just feels like this like political thriller, like he knows something on this guy and this guy's hiding something and like he's going to get it out of him. And like just the the way the picture is colored and like the music that's playing, they just captured that that feeling of that type of movie in in the, the future story. Yeah, I was totally going to agree with that, with the way they colored everything. Like, I, I mean, it was just so cool. It, it really it gave it like this. It was kind of a little bit darker, a little bit more tense, a little bit grittier, the, the future scenes. And like you already mentioned, it, it kind of seems backwards, you know, like yeah. the, the past is almost brighter 
And I think that they do that intentionally to kind of like, I've seen the whole series now, but I, I, and I won't spoil anything, but I think they obviously do that intentionally because she's lost her memory in the future. So they're trying to make it, you know, just a little more almost hazy. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, I also, I mean, it, but it's also being pieced out like almost as there's a reveal or something in the future thing, it kind of goes back and you kind of move forward in the story, uh, you know, in the present day uh, and you start putting information, you know, about from the future into like what's happening now and, and, uh, and where it's, and where it's going. And uh, I don't know. I think it's a, I think it's one, it's definitely worth checking out, especially since, you know, 10 episodes is, is going to take you like maybe five hours. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, that's with the bathroom break (laughs) (laughs) or a couple, you know, like uh, the episodes are really only like 24, 26, you know, actual minutes runtime. I will say one thing is Amazon like Netflix has added the, the skip intro button. And on this show, I would say don't skip the intro because it's not exactly the exact same thing every time. And, That's true. And it, I don't think I, I don't know if I watched the intros or not. Now you have me wondering yeah. if I did. It, Cause yeah, it, and it, 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 my memory isn't very good. Yeah, it, it has, <laughs> you know, it's the basic beginning is the same where it kind of says homecoming and then like the episode title and stuff, but sort of like what's playing behind is not the same, you know, like title credit sequence that would, you know, that's like playing, like if you're watching Daredevil, you've seen the opening sequence once, you've seen it, you know, you don't need to watch that, you know, every time, uh, you know, when you're 10 episodes deep into it. Uh, But uh, something like this, the intro actually is a little bit different each time and it kind of leads you into the story and it, it's sort of part of the aesthetic of the show. And so even the end credits keep, keep going and over the, the show. And the sa- same with the, yeah, the same with the end credits is like, don't click the instant go to the next episode. It It's kind of, it's not that you get uh, a whole ton of extra information or something like that, but it, it's, it feels like it's meant to be part of the show. Like it's uh, yeah. part of the aesthetic of the show. It's part of right. uh, like what's happening on screen it's sort of built – it's kind of like it's letting you marinate in, like, what happened for about, you know, 15 or 20 seconds, 30 seconds before. Uh, and I think that's part of the experience of the show. And if you're if you're clicking past, past both of those, I mean, you can shorten the episode by another minute. But uh, <laughs> I think you're, uh, you're actually missing out on part of, uh, you know, what you're meant to actually see and feel – you know, from the episodes. And there's two things I want to mention. If when you guys or whoever's listening gets to episode 10 and you think it's over, there's actually an after credit scene, which I didn't even know about. Phaedra picked up on it. She saw it. So, and it's really important for the next season, which they've already renewed it for another season. So don't miss that. And the other thing I wanted to mention is that, um, when you're like scrolling through for each episode, 
if you don't just let them watch, if you actually, um, if you don't let them run and you actually choose an episode, did you guys notice there's like a, the thumbnail that comes up when you're watching Amazon prime, there's like a question for each episode. Yeah. It threw me off for a little bit because I was like, wait, that's not the, that's not the episode title that, uh, right. That, the, I don't... that TV time has listed. And then I was looking at it and I was like, that's not the actual title. And then I was, I had to check. I was like, did I choose the wrong show? <laughs> uh, and then I was like, wait, I think that's, it's the right one. So, and then it is, it's just, it's sort of like a question about uh, something that's in the episode. Yeah. I and I, I was, a, I think I just hit play at the beginning. <laughs> I hit five episodes and, and let it stop. go. So I, I didn't even see any of this. I don't even remember it prompting me to skip over the intro. So yeah, maybe my app is different. Well, I don't know. The one I was watching it on on my that's built into my TV. It you know it has a it just pops up in the in the bottom. Uh, you know, like at the end, it it has a little thing you can click and it takes you to the next episode. And then yeah, I got as that. the episode in that same place. There's a little button that says skip intro, and it's it's only there for like maybe like five seven seconds or something like that, and then it disappears because uh, the intros aren't really actually super long and then they're also kind of part of the uh but yeah after watching the first after seeing how the second one started and you're like oh wait this is a little different i i didn't skip the intros as i was going through like i started to uh just out of you know time-saving habit oh, i did skip the intros on sabrina i was watching that was well, that's the type of thing. You once you've seen it, it's the same thing. You don't need to watch that minute and a half. You know, like every, yeah, yeah, every time. It's one thing if you're just sitting down to watch an episode. It kind of gets you into when you know you're watching five of them. But yeah, but like 50 minutes later, you don't need to watch it again, and then 50 minutes later, watch it again. You know, type of thing. Uh, uh, yeah. So, so that's Homecoming, and we'll move on to uh, the next show on the list. Uh, which is Manifest, uh, Season 1, Episode 7, Snafu. Based on conversations with other people the last uh, couple weeks on this show, uh, this show may be a snafu. And this, <laughs> but, uh, but we'll uh, start with you again this time, Shannon. What are you thinking about Manifest here, uh, seven episodes in? Uh, well, <laughs> I think that it says it all. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had high hopes. I mean, this is your typical network show. I think, you know, I feel like it's CSI with a supernatural element, you know, um, it's mildly interesting to me still. I'll probably continue watching it. I really don't like the lead actress. She bugs the crap out of me and I, I I can't pinpoint why, but I just, I don't like her. I don't think she's really a great actress and I don't like the way she looks. So I don't know. What, what other that, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I got no problems. <laughs> but, um, I do like the, oh gosh, I'm blanking on his name. The actor, the, um, the male lead role though. He was yeah. the guy in once upon a time. Nobody knows his name. No, I know his character is Ben, right? Yeah, Ben. Okay, I don't. I don't remember his real name, but um, I do like him. I've always liked him, so I feel like I'm kind of just hanging on for him. And eh, you know, I 
I guess I like the, you know, they're, they're kind of pulling in this everything happens for a reason theme, but then there's obviously some sort of alien element going on, but it may not be. And now you've got the government conspiracy where they're doing experiments on these people. So that, that part, the experiments piqued my interest a little bit, but overall, I think I'm getting a little bit bored with this show. Yeah. I thought this episode was so lazily written. Everything was like so shorthand. It's like, Oh, I need to go undercover. All of a sudden I have a job at that company. Oh yeah. It's right. like, <laughs> no problem. Just suddenly gets a job almost immediately. Then he's like, Oh, I need to get into that. Let me just go get into that computer. He automatically knows how to, uh, get into the computer system. He knows how he, he fries his badge. And then of course the guy gives him his badge a touch. Then you've got the, that, that thing that they do in every single thing. Let me put the thumb drive in stuff automatically starts transferring. Oh yeah. Like, like it happens sweet. so easily. It, it knows that you <laughs> want to put all that specific data on that drive when you plug it in. And then I, I, I half expected so, like it to be counting up and get to like 90% and the guy returns to the office and he's got to like try to distract him. But they, they shorthanded that. They skipped that uh, cliche there. Yeah. And then um, yeah, they gave you the uh, get out of the building, uh, problem instead. yes right right <laughs> yeah and then he has to like throw it in his his thermos to try to get out and the other guys there too like i am curious about this um nsa guy like because he's the only one that doesn't seem to know what's going on there's definitely some other government agency right that's doing something and he's not responsible he doesn't even trust his own agency because he wouldn't tell them oh i didn't get any information so i'm more curious about that part Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I had such high hopes for this show when it first started, and they keep getting worse and worse, like as it goes along. I'm, agree. I'm agree. <laughs> yeah, like this episode, they tied in the, you know, the sort of uh, help the person of the week into uh, being the, you know, the recipient of the heart of the, you know, her best friend that she had accidentally killed. And, uh, you know, so they, they tried to tie some, you know, some more things, you know, more personal things into the, the calling or whatever, uh, that she is, uh, you know, I mean, after, you know, some of the people and stuff that she's helped, uh, you know, you kind of get where she's coming from. Like, why wouldn't you, uh, continue to, uh, to do this? Um, but that's just become, I don't know, it's it's sort of the less interesting side because it's, you know, it's God-friended me. It's, you know, a gazillion different shows that have had some external helping force, you know, all the way back to, you know, like early edition of uh, something that helps you help other people uh, and... Uh, and so it's the the conspiracy side. The when they found out that there's these experiments, and there's a group of passengers missing and stuff, uh, that potentially became more interesting as to who or what is behind it, and the potential of like, do they, are they just taking advantage of a situation, or is there, you know, 
somebody created this so that they could do this or, or, you know, what's all behind uh, this. I'm still sort of interested <clears throat> in the ongoing mystery of it. Uh, but, but some of the things that like Kyle mentioned and stuff like that, um, do get a little annoying. Uh, some of the, and I don't, I know you don't have to necessarily have everything happen or every conversation or whatever. Uh, but you see the brother and sister having a conversation and it feels like they both have information that you didn't see either one of them get. <laughs> uh, and and it's perfectly possible that they could have talked to each other on the phone or something at, at some time, but you've only seen them completely focused on their own thing. And, you know, and, you know, he's out late with the poker and the, and all these things. And they don't even really seem to have much interaction at all. And then all of a sudden at the end of the episode, their conversation feels like they've talked a few times throughout, you know, like, uh, and like I said, like, while that's possible, it felt, it pulled me out. Cause I was just like, wait, how would she know? When did he tell her that? Like, when would yeah. he have had the time? He's all he's been doing is talking or texting and doing all this other stuff. And, uh, and then, uh, you know, so there is some of that type of stuff in the writing where it feels like, uh, we talked about it last week in the previous episode where we saw that there was experiments happening and that the, you know, the, but I didn't feel that Ben at the time had enough information from what they had found out necessarily <laughs> that he could jump to the conclusion that they were doing medical experiments on, now, on what was passengers. His, what was his job before? Like he was a professor, but professor of what? Because he seems to be, a, he seems to be like a super genius that can figure out everything. <laughs> Well, he is a, he does have like a, a, a math physics, like doctorate or something like that. Like he's, uh, you know, so like he is, he is way overqualified for a junior level accounting position. And they would never even have hired him. And then I, I forgot totally about the poker game. Like, of course, someone's going to invite you to their poker game on your first day <laughs> on the job. Like, this is absurd. Well, I don't know. Maybe they were like fresh meat. We got the, but then, you know, you got the, I, the super, I mean, the guy the was the math. super fan, <laughs> yeah. but but still, well, I think they all thought he was you... he was kind of a novelty because he was the uh, you know yeah. the alien guy the passenger maybe, guy yeah yeah maybe maybe you do but then <laughs> on a, on another level you don't invite the math genius that can mm -hmm. calculate the odds. <laughs> 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 If they knew he could take down a safe house yeah. in like just by reading one sentence or seeing a picture of a barn, then uh Well I get that you know, there was like it looked like somebody was in like a you know, scrubs or something like that, and so maybe a little bit, but it just was a weird like it just felt like at it just feels like at times that like Kyle said, there's a shorthand to the writing of the episode where they get to a conclusion that just seems like they don't have like 
it's a perfectly logical conclusion, but you don't feel like they have all the information that you have to be able to make that conclusion at that point. And so and that, also, that type of stuff is starting to bother me in the episodes, even with the, you know, while the, the mystery is still, uh, you know, kind of out there. So I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to the next week when the, the NSA guy starts working with Ben, you know, to, to try and find yeah. things and see what happens there. So you were going to say, I, Shannon? Yeah, I was also going to say that I, I, it also bothers me how quickly things, how, how much seems to happen in a day and these shows, you <laughs> yeah. know, like she, she, you know, she's, she's out ex- getting some information. All of a sudden she decides she's just going to drive upstate and explore this barn and they can do all, they can drive all this and back and still have like the rest <laughs> of their day to go back to work practically. So I don't know. I feel like this also with the show, I feel like once you figure out, once they reveal what happened on the plane and what the deal is, there's nowhere else for this show to go. Yeah. There's it just a, become, then yeah. just becomes a God friended me. And it's just the help the person of the week. Yeah. Without right. The, right. Uh, uh, yeah. Without the, the big, uh, mystery to solve. It is true that, that when you do have that, uh, uh, but it also is true. And keep saying this is that the, the longer you go before revealing the mystery, the better the reveal has to be mm-hmm. because the more time spent, uh, you, you know, you know, the more time you spent to get to that answer and, but yet the less likely it is to be good. Like there's, there's <laughs> this, you know, there's, uh, did you guys ever see the crossing? I quit that after like three or four episodes. <laughs> that's that's what this is starting to remind yeah. me of. Yeah. I haven't reached that point where I, I hate this that much that I quit. <laughs> but the crossing, that that was one of the rare things that I actually quit before it was canceled. <laughs> like I knew I, it was bad. Where normally I, I just stick with these things forever. I mean, I started out really like pulling for that show. I really liked it in the beginning and I liked it, you know, Probably till I I watched all of it. I mean, it was only a half a season, really, but I watched the whole thing. I saw it through and, and I didn't really I don't think I would ever said I really hated it. But um, it was probably halfway through the season when I started to feel like I feel about manifest now. So, yeah, this hasn't been picked up for a full season yet, right? No, they. oh, I don't know. They uh, no. So far, they only extended uh, like three episodes or something like that. So I think, or something like that. So it's going to be at right now, I, I think like 16 episodes is what instead of the initial 13, but, uh, which is plenty of a season. That may be yeah. enough. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, I mean, it would be weird if they all of a sudden decided to, uh, then pick it up for, you know, like another six or something. That just messes with the writing. Like you gotta give them enough time to yeah. plan an arc. That... Then you end up with seasons of Chuck. Where... Yes. <laughs> uh, all right. We'll move on from Manifest uh, to The Gifted, uh, season two, episode seven, uh, No Mercy. And uh, what are you thinking about The Gifted, uh, Kyle? And now that we've seen what Reva's plan was here, and how it didn't exactly go as planned. 
Which is because the uh, reverse girl went off book at the end there. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, th- I, I mean, I, I like a good heist <laughs> type of story. So, I mean, this was interesting to watch that play out. We see them like rob the bank, and then what's her name? The um, that uh, that girl just goes nuts at the end, and she's like smiling after she wipes out a whole room full of humans. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's you know, like did the uh, yeah her her boyfriend that the son saw that as well, right? He was still yeah there. yeah Andy. So I'm I'm wondering <laughs> what that does to their relationship. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I found it interesting. They had to pull in the oh, it's an adamantium vault, which uh, just to pull in more X Men, X Men, right? Stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I did like how the um, the the one of the the sisters there had to watch the baby, and she's you can tell she just wants to just get into the baby's head and just have it calm down. But she made her promise that she wouldn't do that anymore. Um, cause that would make it so much easier <laughs> to stop the baby from crying. Mm. Um, the other side story with the, um, with the, uh, what's his name? Is it Turner? Um, yes. him try him trying to be recruited as like the spokesman for the, for that. That's the purifists, right? That group. Pure, the purists. Yeah. Purists, yeah. yeah so, the hate group. They're trying to get him to be their spokesman. Like, why would you ever sign up <laughs> to be the spokesman of a hate group? Like, you know, like, yeah, it might be fine for you right now, but that's never a good thing to have on your uh, <laughs> history for the future <laughs> once things change. Um, so, yeah, I, I it'll be interesting to see if they do manage to get him to comply and, and do that. But it seems like right now he at least still has some morals left uh that he's not fully on board with that um but yeah i mean overall i'm still lukewarm on the on this show uh i like the first season but still a little lukewarm on the second season i'll see how the rest of the season plays out how about you shannon yeah i like the show i mean i'm I definitely love superhero shows i kind of like all of this these universes and I definitely agree that this is not as good as the first season. I really love the first season, but I'm I'm still more than lukewarm on this show. I like it. I, the the thing I am getting a little tired of is I feel like almost every episode we see, oh my god, the mutants are getting attacked. We need to run and find another place. Like how many times can they find another place to go that's just so accessible and hidden that that's getting on my nerves. Um, but other than that, I, I, I like the show. I, I really like Rebecca. I like her, you know, going rogue, her little evil smile at the end. And I like the character development of the triplet girls. We're kind of getting a little of her backstory now and what she went through. And she's kind of identifying. And, you know, I think that's going to be interesting, too. Yeah, I think I think there's some interesting stuff in here. I think, like, with what happened at the end of the episode it puts a different spin on the the inner circle's future plans you know like uh, if they you know if they end up being sort of cool with that even though they that wasn't originally uh the thing it also doesn't give them quite the high horse that they were hoping for mm-hmm. you know to uh, to type of thing afterwards is 
Uh, can't just say our bad. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that, uh, you know, even though they they had done a lot of harm to, you know, mutant businesses and, and, uh, and people with the, you know, the X gene or whatever, that the, you know, the slaughter of the whole office is probably not going to play well uh, for, you know, part of what their cause is. For uh, mutant relations. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> it'll... It puts uh, the mutant underground and then also this other group that's, you know, actually underground uh, of mutants uh, and how each of them are dealing with the different things and how the mutant underground is not so, uh, you know, strong. Like they're even finding it hard to get help from other places uh, now. And but it'll be interesting to see what this type of thing does because people were starting to be, you know, kind of interested in what the inter inner circle was doing, but will, you know, some other of the mutant groups be like, you know, cool with slaughtering hundreds of people. Uh, and so, yeah, it puts a, a different spin on, uh, I mean, they have done, you know, they have killed some people and done some bad things, uh, on the inner circle part. Uh, but this seems like one that, you know, like the, the two that were part of the underground that went there, you know, partly to protect her baby and stuff like that, that, uh, she can't be cool with this. Like, it looks like she's not necessarily going to stay or want to stay or something, uh, after right. that. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that, you know, what that does to uh, to things, because it's going to put, you know, different groups at even more at odds. Uh, it's going to draw out even more of, you know, the uh, this purifiers group, you know, when a whole bunch of humans were just slaughtered by, you know, mutants, uh, you know, it only sort of bolsters them, which, you know, is not couldn't have been you know, part of Reva's goal uh, is to increase, you know, the problems that they have uh, even with the, you know, them trying to you know, either take over or take over a place uh, that they can live freely or whatever. Uh, so I don't know. I think where we finally got to here, like the season itself hasn't been super interesting, but where we've gotten to now uh, with where things are for each of these groups. And then also for the Struckers, you know, like uh, maybe yeah, I this, was gonna this, ask other, you guys. this other, this other doctor or, or person that might've been part of his father's research that might be able to help. And, uh, uh maybe that'll help because the last, uh, episode or so, or even that sort of storyline of just the, I'm just going to sit in a middle room and try not to touch things. It's been right. uh, not super, uh, uh, not super great. And him trying to hide it. Uh, I did like, again, in this, uh, in this episode of the, it seemed like maybe the mom has even come around on the, we can't be all focused on our own things and not telling each other stuff. Uh, that the daughter has been sort of uh, advocating for, like we got to, you know, this line to protect each other is not uh, 
actually working, so maybe we should stop doing that. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I'm uh I've been a little lukewarm on the season so far, but I'm a little more interested at where we're at now. So I don't know. It's kind of a, I wish I could have got to seeming this interesting sooner than, uh, than we have or whatever. Uh, but uh, but it hasn't. Yeah, I'm interested to see where, where they go with um, the dad and his powers that he can't seem to control. Like it, it, it seems like he may be starting to get it a little bit under control, but he's very, you know, he was very resistant to help and, you know, kind of a kind of a jerk about the whole thing and wanting to deal with it himself and everything. And I'm, I'm hoping they, they do more with that, you know, instead of just give it a quick fix, like, Oh, okay. Now he's got it under control. <laughs> they go the, the uh, manifest route. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I want to, I want to I, I wanna see him, you know, struggle with it. And, and, you know, like the, um, the other guy, the, all, actually a lot of the other mutants were telling him like, you know, we all grew up having to deal with these things and figure it all out. And you just expect to figure it all out in 20 minutes. And I hope that they let us, you know, see him work through that. Yeah. He's going through mutant puberty at, uh, you know, yeah. age 40, you know, <laughs> <laughs> So, all right, that's the that's gift, the gifted, and we'll move on to The Good Place, uh, Season 3, Episode 9, Don't Let the Good Life Pass You By. Shannon, what are you thinking about The uh, Good Place? Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I, I just have to cheer. I love this show, and I'm really not a comedy person. I don't watch a lot of comedies, but this show is... I don't know. I, I always have said that it's like a smart person's comedy. They are just brilliant. The writing's brilliant. The the quick-witted uh, jokes, the rapid-fire jokes. And this, I think, was the best episode this season. I think Michael McKeon was so good. <laughs> as, so yeah. good. And, you as, know. Yeah, as the, uh, you know, the, the older. The blueprint. Yeah, the, the older guy that. <laughs> From the you know from the very first season when they they had the picture on the wall in in Michael's office where he got high and he was like ninety percent <laughs> correct uh, and so yeah they're thinking that maybe he would be the blueprint because he uh, you know been living according to uh, his night you know the what he came up with which was ninety percent correct uh, but yet it. Defining how extreme it had gone. <laughs> uh, well, it makes complete sense what he's doing, but to live like that yeah. must be horrible. It's sad. I know. It's sad. <laughs> sad but funny. <laughs> like, like the kid that just bosses him around. Oh, I know. Oh. And then like worrying about naming a snail because the snail might already have a name and you don't want to make him upset. And, and he, didn't then... want, he didn't want to make the radishes feel bad by planting something else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, it was like frustrating to watch him but yeah. hilarious to watch him <laughs> oh gosh the whole bar scene was awesome like from the jacksonville style pool it's hilarious <laughs> and all, all the way through that scene to to janet just you know uh, kicking butt in the bar 
<laughs> I love how it turned into like a pure action like bar brawl. Yeah. And like you and like you got all the 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 characters that you liked coming back. You got Vicky there, like back. Yep, the yep. guy like. I rec- like one guy's like, I recognize it. And then like he rips off his shirt. It's like, oh, that's the guy that that's is constantly Jim. ripping off his shirt to go to exercise when he couldn't come up with a with an excuse to avoid Eleanor. And then finally we see her tell Chidi um, what she saw that yeah. and that she also still has feelings for him. But then we have that the the big thing at the end where they're like, oh, I'm going to take you all into my void, but uh, you're going to die on Earth to come in here. And that so was great. It, I I kept thinking in this show, like, what are they going to do next for this season particularly? Because, you know, they went to the good place. They went to the bad place. They had the time with the judge. They were back on Earth. And I'm like, all right. I, I read that they've got like five seasons of, of um, content. The, the writers do for this show. And I'm like, what are they going to do next? Because they just, I feel like they consistently knock it out of the park. And then of course, now they're going to go to the void. Like I'm, I'm really excited. <laughs> yeah. So you, yeah. Every, every time you think they, they're like, they just change it up mid season. They don't even yeah. wait for the end of the season <sighs> so to good. just do these big changes. Yeah, well, they've already changed it up once this season. You know, <laughs> like, right. Yeah. By telling them everything. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, it's uh, but yeah, I liked uh, I like Janet realizing that just being a little bit to the, <laughs> the good place or whatever that she got. Yes. She got like her ability, you know, some of her abilities back and stuff. And and uh, yeah, when she gets uh, thrown through, but then she you know jumps back back out. Uh, uh, and then I like Michael, like sort of. He's like, well, I had the clicker. Like, <laughs> I was helping by opening up doors here and there. Like, uh, that was helping. And uh, so, yeah, I did enjoy. It was it was funny though. But like you said, the like the Jacksonville pool uh, with uh, with Chidi going, I'm either really good at this or we're not really doing anything. I don't know like, what's happening. It's so good. But I love He's the like first five million points. Yeah, and he, dude, you're so good at yeah. this. <laughs> this so fast. Oh, I, I did like the callback to Jason with his Molotov cocktails, where all of a sudden, out of nowhere, <laughs> he's already got one lit and ready to throw. <laughs> and how did you get that so quick? <laughs> or just, or just that character, like later, when. Uh, Michael's just like, hey, could you go get me that coaster over there? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, I just needed 30 seconds. And everybody's like, yeah, we get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, totally, no problem. So what are we going to do about this? And they just start talking. <laughs> then he comes back and he's like, I don't remember what I went to go get for you. He's like, oh, that's all right. He just needed uh, oh, or Or the, I think it was the the previous episode when, uh, Eleanor was getting shown, you know, bits of her, uh, of the past lives in the, you know, in the good place. And the one where they get to choose their, uh, their animal. Yeah. And, and the whole, the whole discussion of like <laughs> penguins are real. And he's like, yeah, <laughs> you keep thinking, you know, like thinking you're getting a mythical animal of a penguin, but then. Uh, but then Tahani not getting 
with the mirror centaur. Like she just thinks the mirror centaur is just like the meanest, worst thing ever and doesn't get that it's her. Like it's so oblivious. It's so uh, good. The stuff oh, that gosh. they do in in the show uh like that. And also like just that type of thing where they they kind of go back and they just uh threw in a whole new one that you know is just sort of one of the things they zip by in one of the you know one of the mini reboots. Right, uh, right. And they, they they take you back to a reboot you never really saw before and uh Yeah, and that they almost have like infinite content because they can keep going back and pulling in little bits of those reboots. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, they, they, they change stuff up all the time. Uh, and now that you've gotten the, you know, you know, to know these characters and stuff like that, you're, you know, you're kind of rooting for them. But yeah, there's, there's enough funny stuff, uh, with, within it that it, that it keeps you coming back. But then also just the, what are they going to do next? Yeah. Uh, cause that was the whole, like they went like a whole season and then got you to the end, and then you're like, "Whoa, wait a second! What are they going to do for the next season?" And then you're like, oh, "Okay, so this is what the next season was, and that was only the next season for like four episodes, and then that changed, right?" Uh, and then you get to the end, and you're like, "Okay, now what are they going to do?" And then they start this season on Earth, and you're like, "Oh, okay, so they're going to do, you know, for a little while they're going to go with, uh, you know, kind of a a regular style." almost like sitcom they're in a normal normal place normal setting on earth you know type of thing and then a handful of episodes they all know you know like and right right and it's a completely and now they're you know this group and they're trying to help people out and it's a completely different thing and now we're you know four episodes past that and they're basically having to die on earth again and go back and they, you know it'll It'll change things up again. Uh, yeah, and I, I think it's so clever the way the all, the whole time that they're doing all this that you said they're weaving in little pieces of the character development and the characters' pasts and the thing about her mom and uh, you know um, uh, oh god I just blanked on Jason's dad. Oh my god! That I mean, you know, I mean, was, uh... it's it's just awesome, and they they just keep like firing all this information at you, and and it's not it's not overwhelming, it's not anything, it's just pure gold. Yeah, that was that was fantastic. <laughs> dropping in that all these stories that you've heard through all these seasons from him about <laughs> about his about his past. That one of those people was actually his dad, not just one of his random buddies, you know, type oh, of thing. Good. That was great. <laughs> uh, that was, yeah, that was a nice sort of just like, uh, you wonder like how, like, did they come up with that like early on as something they could do down the road? Or did somebody just go, hey, what if we did? Yeah, go, yeah. Oh, that's a great idea. And they were able to <laughs> retrofit it in. I wonder <laughs> uh, type of thing. So it, uh, I don't know. It was, uh, it was pretty good. Uh, but I think, uh, we're all fully on board. The good place. Uh, definitely. And, yeah. Uh, so that'll do it for the, uh, primetime segment. And we'll move on to uh, TV recommendations of which Shannon, you wanted to recommend something that is now maybe potentially 
better than it has been in the last couple of years. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to I'm going to talk about The Walking Dead. I mean, I've been a fan forever and I think like a lot of people, season 7 and especially 8 really had me this close to giving up on it, but if you're like me, I I would say give it a chance. Push through or I don't know, maybe skip eight and just have somebody catch you up and, and start with just go read a recap nine. or something. You know? exactly. There's not really much that happened exactly. between seven and eight. You exactly. can just... Right, right, right. But nine, I mean, we got a big time jump, a lot of new characters, and it's a, a new showrunner. It's getting good again, I think. Yeah, I'm definitely enjoying it more than like those Negan seasons. Right. I don't know. I'm not sure that it's still going to, if it's going to get me to, to, to try it again. When, no. I don't know. I, <laughs> did you give up? When did you stop watching? Uh, when Glenn's head got smashed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of people. A lot of people I think said I, that. I think I watched the first episode of the next season or the next half a season, wherever that was split at. Uh, yeah. And then it was that, and then also, like, I had watched the first season of Fear of the Walking Dead, and I just didn't really have any interest in watching the second season of that. Yeah, and, like, yeah. those two things, like, together, like, at the same time, I just sort of just, like, uh Gotcha. And uh, they, they both just sort of dropped off, and, uh, I mean, for a little while, The Walking Dead was still, like, recording, and then after a while, it was just taking up too much space. <laughs> like, uh, it's not, it's, uh, I'm not catching up on that. And so, yeah, That's it went a- away. And, and yeah, now we're, you know, a couple seasons later. And uh, the well, problem that's, that's is, where I- is like, you, I probably could just jump right back in. And you after could. a couple episodes, you pick the, but I'm such a completist. I feel like I need oh. to go back and. And watch I over. understand where you're coming from. Yeah. Oh, I suppose yeah. I can, you know, I can just go into the TV time app and just click yes. off the app. Just start from now and just click that I've watched that and know that there's this gap. <laughs> and uh, and yep. just keep I, I, new episodes going forward. I've just hit that point with Arrow and the Flash and that whole universe. Like I realized on my DVR there were like 29 unplayed episodes and i was just like i'm i'm not watching this anymore <laughs> that's it yeah i'm so. the, i got to the same place with those as well like uh i got to an end of a season and uh, for a couple of the shows uh still had some on the dvr and was like oh well they're gonna be on netflix in a week so i don't need to have them catch up keeping space here i can just uh watch them on netflix and then all of a sudden the summer was over and I never got around to watching like yep. the last nine or so episodes. But the mm-hmm. DVR was recording the new season. I was like, oh, I can <laughs> go back and catch up. And then pretty soon you've got like six episodes of four different shows. And it was like, yeah. oh, yeah, this is not happening. Like I still have too many of the other episodes of some of those to get back to this and. See, the only one of those I'm not caught up on is Black Lightning because it doesn't cross over. <laughs> the, the, if it was mixed into the crossover, that would force me to catch up on oh, Black Lightning. Oh, so you're one of those. Yeah. 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 I, quit the, <laughs> I quit Arrow after the second season. I went back and watched season three and oh four because they were doing the crossover. Oh, my gosh. And now I'm back on the Arrow train again, although I haven't oh, wow. started this season. I got to get caught up on this season. <laughs> I did watch all of the first season of uh, – of Black Lightning and uh, and I I really liked it and I have so far have uh, 
the first however many five episodes of this season on the DVR. Uh, but so far, my catching up with stuff has been uh, whatever makes the list for the podcast each week. <laughs> and then there's I, too much good TV to watch to to you know watch something that you're half interested in. That's well, know. even at that though, it's like I have whatever time I have to watch. It's like okay, well, if we're going to talk about these are the shows we have in common and it, they are shows that I have on my list that I am, you know, trying to keep up with or watching. Sure. And sure, black light yeah. hasn't, uh, you know, hasn't made the list since it started back up. So every, you know, it just sits there and I watched, you know, like last night I watched, uh, two episodes of the good place, the gifted manifest and, uh, five episodes of homecoming. So I give you <laughs> <laughs> in my, the time I had to watch TV, it uh, all was filled up with stuff that, uh, luckily, I'd already watched the first half. Of... <laughs> Spoiler alert, that might be why it made the list, is I was already five episodes into the season. <laughs> oh, I, th- I figured that's why that Sabrina made the list, because he's like, oh, he's already watched all five, so that's why that made the list. But I got to watch four more. <laughs> yeah, because the, the last time we only talked about, like, just... Episode as, one. As of yeah. the first episode, just like what, what you thought as, after the premiere, but I had... I'd watch more than just the premiere when we did that. And, uh, so yeah, that's, uh, that's our recommendations. We'll have, uh, links, uh, to, uh, Kyle's giveaway and, uh, where you can find more about the walking dead and maybe, a maybe a nice season eight recap link. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, I've got a podcast. If I can mention, I just did an interview with, uh, a walking dead super fan. This guy is like friends with a bunch of the actors. He's gone to like, I don't know, 25 fan cons and he goes on the Walker stalker cruises. And we just had an awesome conversation. It's going to be on our stinger podcast, uh, Tuesday, the 20th, it'll be out. So if anybody wants to get a little insight as to how season nine's going, maybe you want to listen to that. It's fun. Is that going to be on the, the stinger TV podcast or. Yep. You guys aren't doing a Walking Dead. That's not one of the individual shows you guys are doing. No, no. Phaedra, Phaedra is like she's kind of at the season seven lull where she kind of <laughs> sort of gave up and is not really interested, but may want to go back. And she already kind of knows all the spoilers. So, you know, she we never did like a dedicated podcast for The Walking Dead. No. All right. Well, we'll have uh, links to to uh, all of that stuff as well as the uh, news stories we talked about, and also where you can uh, find more from each of us uh, in the show notes at tvtimes3.com/slash/four-zero-five. Uh, and uh, as I we've uh, talked a little bit about uh, on the next episode, Kyle will be back again. And uh, Kyle, you will be back again, right? <laughs> I found that out when I got the, the outline, so I will be back again. Uh, and we'll be joined by uh, Shannon's uh, StingerUniverse.com podcast partner, uh, Phaedra Nally. And uh, we'll be talking about, uh, well, whatever five shows we all have in common on the next episode. So uh, thank you, uh, Kyle and Shannon, for joining me on episode 405. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you.